on RSN Sunday Central. Talking Greyhounds. Well, George Ferruja joined us to talk greyhounds. It's uh, as we described in the in the lead up to uh, to last night's meeting. It is probably the best meeting uh, for greyhound racing in the country. George Melbourne Cup heat night. We're the best assembled for heats of the bowl trees. The best stayers and the best five hundred meter greyhounds assembled uh, there last night, and uh, and they didn't let us down. Good morning to you, and it was a tremendous night's racing at uh, at Sandown Park. This night racing in an eventful one. Uh, we had a little bit of a break there with some thunderstorms and rain that was coming in. I kid you not, sideways at some stages <laughs> there, Brendan. So much so that we had an outdoor um, broadcast for Racing.com that had to be rushed inside because it was absolutely pelting down. But uh, credit to the track staff and everyone involved for getting that meeting across the line because uh, it was trying conditions. But the greyhounds, the greyhounds didn't care, and the and the top greyhounds stood up and and still run quick time on on what was an unbelievable night of racing. Yep, yeah, we'll uh, take a, a quick look through the the bold trees. Corborn Magic untapped through from the. Uh, the uh, first heat, uh, Moraine Susie continued on, on her winning ways, beating Lakeview Patsy in the second heat. Quarter took out the third heat, beating Golden Quest with Overflow Lisa in third. And, and Stagger Out Lee winning the fourth heat. The uh, fastest time was uh, the 41.33 of Moraine Susie. And uh, going into the final, the uh, favourite here is... It's just... Uh, Gone off my screen. Moraine Susie, $3 off box number eight. George, she's going to run favourite in the final next week. Yeah, she made a statement there last night, Brendan. I mean, and she followed on from, from her amazing victory in the in the uh, Top Gun, the Stayers Top Gun, where she took a stalking role in front of uh, Mapunga Ruby and untapped and, and was just too good for them in the run to the line. Look, box eight, um, I suppose, can be a little bit tricky because she is going to be looking towards the fence, but... She jumped really well last week. Her tail is obviously up. She's got a lot of confidence, and with an ounce of luck, um, she'll be incredibly hard to beat. I, I thought Corborn Magic's run in the first heat was unbelievable, considering he raced at Dapto only 48 hours earlier or even less. But he just shows what a true stayer he is. He got to the line brilliantly, defeating Untapped. There's a little bit of speed in the race with Untapped. Um, uh, Lakeview Patsy and also Corda all drawn next to each other. Um, so that's going to be an interesting speed battle. Could set up for something coming from behind, but you'd be a brave man to tip against Moraine Susie the way she's going, that's for sure, and uh, she'll be a deserved favourite next week. In what could continue um, on what's been an amazing 2022 for Brendan Purcell, obviously taking out the uh, million-dollar chase with McInerney, winning the stay as Top Gun, and now having an opportunity to win the bowl trees. Untapped um, took out the Sandown Cup. Um, she's trying to become only the second greyhound in history to win the Sandown Cup Bowl Tree Stubble, which would be an amazing feat for her. But, uh, yeah, she'll be up against it. There's some uh, very, very good stays around. Well, she's trained in the right part of the world to do it, uh, where the uh, the greyhound that the race is named after was from, those... Uh... Those waters of the beach at Waterville, Dustin Drew down there at the bull. He's in the right place to do it. He is. I just spoke to him, actually, obviously, with a connection through the national draft. And, the, you know, there's uh, almost 100 owners for untapped. And he's, that's exactly where he is, um, uh, Brendan, down at the beach, making sure he gets some salt water onto her. And she's pulled up well. So, uh, go girl. Hopefully she does well uh, for the next week. But Maureen Susie clearly on that time, 41.30. They don't go too much quicker, to be honest. And, 
it's really all in the back end for her, um, Brendan. She's just got such a great run home. But she began well last week, and that's the threat for, for her opposition. If she can get into a really stalking position, she'll be incredibly hard to hold out. So the uh, box draw for the final of the uh, Melbourne Cup uh, in uh, box number one we have uh, plaintiff two Titan Blazer. We'll go. We'll give you the prices as well. Plaintiff two thirty two Titan Blazer six three Vice Group six Yachi Bell who was enormous twenty one dollars from the blue five Fernando Mix seven six Zippy Tesla twenty six seven Eldorado ten eight Patty wants Pat six dollars reserve Zara's Ivan at fifteen dollars and Amron Boy is the second favourite at the moment, $4.40 in uh, the the second reserve, the red, white and blue. We've seen the reserves uh, dominate through the top gun. George, those that were on Amron Boy uh, in the all-in markets will be hoping he can sneak in a run after his uh, really unlucky run in Heat 6 of the Cup last night behind Titan Blazer. Yeah, that, that's that's two monster performances by him, but as, as goes with the Melbourne Cup, there is really no second chances. I mean, you have to win and Oh, he just went down by an absolute whisker. There was a Calcutta on course, and uh, I know Amron Boy was highly sought after. Um, so, yeah, look, they'd be hoping for a scratching, but hope, uh, we hope uh, all uh, eight um, that, that won their way through um, will take their spot next week. But, look, clearly the, the winner, Brendan, I'm interesting to hear your thoughts. I mean, um, Plaintiff is clearly the winner from the box draw. He's a greyhound that possesses great early speed. He had a... a a battle where people thought she's a pearl would get the chocolates, but I always thought he would at least begin as well as her and then be hard to hold out. But I didn't think Kasai's been going enormous, don't get me wrong, but I thought Plaintiff would lead the race. He actually had to guts it out and come from behind, and I thought that win was really gutsy. His time wasn't as fast as some of the others, but we know he can run the time, and he's just drawn to perfection. And uh, I think that's highlighted by the fact that he's $2.30 to win the race. Yeah, red jacket, always a big help. And if you've got speed and a red jacket, George, in, in these big races, it's the place where you can avoid the trouble by scooting up on the inside. There's going to be a fair bit of pressure coming across from out wide. Uh, Fernando Mick, you can see Paddy wants Pats burning over from the pink. Uh, he was sensational in winning his heat last night. He just doesn't know uh, when to say die. Paddy wants Pats, although it was a big margin there last night. He was, he was terrific. But uh, a red jacket and early speed is something everyone wants in these big races well well Paddy's just a professional and and he c- consistently runs low five seconds to the mark Brendan as you talk about that early speed um, look the box draw makes it difficult I mean box eight from Sandown is not an easy draw but if anyone can do it with that early speed he gives himself an opportunity the fly in the ointment is the ground drawn in box five Fernando Mick because we've seen last night off box one not only did he begin well, but he used a little bit of the track. Now, he might stay a straight line off box five, but when they reach the apex of that turn, that's where it gets interesting. He's a greyhound that's got a lot of speed. And for David Gill, incredibly going for his third Melbourne Cup in about five or six years, it's, it's amazing to, to consider. David's been in the game a very, very long time. Um, he's always had some handy greyhounds, but the last... You know, five five to six years for David is almost a dream come true. And he's got a greyhound that can show really good speed. His splits yesterday were fantastic as well, Fernando Big Mick. Almost identical to Paddy Wan's pass. So, yeah, that run to the first corner is all important. Then you've got greyhounds like Yachi Bale, as you mentioned, who, I tell you, and we've spoken to uh, Mark Delbridge on Racing.com, who suggests 
all this is almost like a bonus. He's such a, yep. a talented greyhound, but we can't wait to get him over 600 metres. Then he comes out and wins a heat of, of a prelude of the Melbourne Cup, then comes out from a wide draw, beginning well, uh, to win a heat of the Melbourne Cup. I mean, he's just emerged, Yachi Bale. Same with Zippy Tesla. His hip and shoulder on that, on that uh, home turn was just a greyhound that just wants to win. And Titan Blazer, like Paddy wants pass the Greyhound that made the Australian Cup final and now backs it up for a Melbourne Cup final. So many great narratives in this in this race. And we can't wait wait for next Saturday night. And as you mentioned, hopefully the weather is a lot better than what we are seeing yesterday. <laughs> Those that miss George, uh, well, she's fast, one of the most uh, spruit greyhounds uh, and uh, a greyhound with a, a tremendous record. Uh, she uh, had box seven there last night. She's lost that early dash through the early part of the race. She had clear air to her outside, but she wasn't able to muster that speed in the run to the first turn to get herself in contention. Yeah, look, it seems to have lost her mojo early. Um, I've, I've seen the stewards report suggest that she's got a, a, a slight injury, but even the week before, I mean, you know, running 5.22, I think she went 5.19 yesterday. That's not the way she's fast. We know where she's out and running, you know, 5.05, 5.04s, and then that acceleration through the bend. I mean, she's the best in Australia when she does that. She needed to stick close to Paddy Wants Pass on that first corner, but she was well behind, and at that stage, she was off and gone. So, Look, they'll regroup. She's obviously got a spot in the in the Phoenix. Hopefully, she's fit and firing for that. She goes back to the Meadows, a track where she is a Group One winner. She's a Group One winner at the at, at Sandown as well, by the way. But um, yeah, look, just the last couple of weeks have been a little bit worrying in in a sense that she's lost a little bit of that zip. Amron Boy, as we discussed, um, probably in the stays, Mapunga Ruby looked a little bit underdone as well. You could just tell after having such a time off, she had a such a great run in that Top Gun, probably that second up um, syndrome that we sometimes speak about. She just looked gassed in the last 50 metres, so they'll all improve off their runs and hopefully we get to see them before too long. Yep, George, uh, if we're if we're betting now, uh, are we backing plaintiff? Yeah, look, it's, it's he's hard to go past. He's just a greyhound I've been a, a, a fan of. There's probably not much between him ability-wise and Fernando, Mick, and um, Paddy Wan's Pats, especially with the way they race. They're a get-out-and-go type. Vice Grip's an interesting story, too. Um, trained by a young trainer. I don't think he's even 30 yet, Adam Smithson. Um, has got this greyhound, raced in the Phoenix, then came out and won the first cup. If he wins, he becomes the 13th greyhound in history to win over a million dollars. It's an incredible story for a young family from WA, and he's beginning a lot better, that greyhound. So, But to answer your question... It's hard to go past plaintiff because he's going to give them something to, to catch on that first corner. Yeah, he was about a $15 chance all in, George, with $4 the place. Uh, I think we may mention of last week and, and two thirty on yeah. offer now. Could we entertain backing Archie Bale more the place in the win? If it, if it does get uh, a little bit bustly, he's big and strong, and if they, they do really charge, uh, which they're going to do, and he can get a clear passage, you could see him running on in, into third and if not second money late being the, the one really gunning them late. Yeah, look, at he, and he's racing with his tail up. So, I mean, all of these, I mean, obviously coming off a win for the Melbourne Cup. But I just, it's incredible how he's emerged. We discussed him on Top Gun 19. He was a greyhound um, that we tipped. And he ran really well to get into a placing. But from that point, he's elevated and elevated again. Now, I, I, clearly, this is his, his largest challenge. 
but you couldn't discount him at those odds, especially 4.20 a place, as you mentioned, Brendan. So he'll have some fans, absolutely. And I think we'll see some movement in this market as well. Um, I think Vice Grip, he's $6 at the moment. He'll have some support from WA because he's a greyhound that just seemingly puts himself in a position to win races. And I don't mind his draw either. So it's going to be an interesting Melbourne Cup final. Um, and we'll know a lot after 100 metres. Uh, can well, anyone t- pass across them all? It'll, that, that, that's another interesting question. It's a tough ask, but he's got the ability to do it. So can't wait for Saturday. Yep, going to be a really entertaining program of racing, George. Uh, well, to build a bank for uh, Saturday night, we uh, need to uh, find some winners, and Bendigo is the venue we're heading to uh, this afternoon uh, with a little switch in the calendar. Of course, Sandown Racing last night, so uh, uh, a few little things happening at the moment, just uh, racing in different time slots, but Bendigo takes uh, centre stage today, and the first thing of the quaddy is uh, for the stage. Players, uh, a Vic Bread uh, distance race over the uh, th- 660 metres. And uh, the scratching here is number five, Tinker Fran. And a look at the, the fixed odds market. Riptide, Rustley, $3.10. Lock and Aura, $4.20. Hector Intention, $4.80. And Jess's Intention, a $5 chance. And open start to the quarter, George, here over the trip. Yeah, it's tricky. Uh, seven, three, four, and one are my numbers. I've gone Jesse Intention on top. Look, couple of runs recently. Look, been beaten a, a little bit, but he, he, she does have form against Lakeview, Patsy and Quarter, two greyhounds who will be in the Group 1 bold trees. So, form line-wise, Jessie Intention reads well. She did win at Ballarat five starts ago, got to the line well. This whole litter gets to the line well. Fernando Bale out of Jane's Intention. I've got Jessie Intention on top. Now, of the others, Hector Intention, her brother, a good winner at Sandown two starts ago, looking for this type of distance now. Number four, Lachlan Aura, another one, was a good winner at Sale four starts back. And then we'll throw in number one, Riptide Rusley, who's had 21 starts without a win, but more recently has not missed a place in its last five starts. Again, form behind quarter and not a bad placing behind Darnham Diva. So probably getting out to a distance that suits seven to beat three, four and one in the first league. Race number six is uh, heat seven of the provincial plate. Final two heats of the provincial plate to be run uh, this evening. Of course, with the final to be run next Saturday night on uh, Melbourne Cup night. These have been uh, providing some some good contests across the state. George, two handy heats at Geelong on the inner track there on Friday. Here in uh, the seventh heat, Kalinda Chits for Jason Thompson is a dollar eighty off box two. Mirabella Bale off the red two seventy. Long haul number four is a nine dollar fifty chance. Yeah, look, uh, number two on top for me, Kalinda Chips. Two starts to go at Ballarat, ran 30 and 68. That's flying. Uh, look, doesn't begin all that well, but the box draw certainly brings uh, him into contention. We all know his ability. He can run fast time over three, four, five, probably 600 metres as well. Number one, I think, is the clear danger. The Geelong Oaks winner, at her best, she's a get-out-and-go type. Had no luck last start. Her form before that had been really good, and I think they're the only winning chances, two to beat one in the sixth race. Race number seven, the final heat of the provincial plate. Tab fixed odds favourite here is seven Conroy at two dollars and sixty. Three Midas missile four sixty. Two let it rain at five for the local kennel of the pals and Crystal Bale a six dollar chance for Mark Delbridge. Yeah, eight to beat seven five and four. I've gone Crystal Bale on top, coming off of the two uh, two race winning streak here, going for a hat trick. Uh, look, a bit of a step up in class, but its times have been pretty good. Twenty five thirty on at Ballarat. 
backed it up with a quick win at Warrigal. Um, if she can offset the box draw, if anyone can, it's probably her with her early speed, which on that corner start is important to get out and go. Conroy, the clear danger, is the class runner of the race. He's a, he's a very talented greyhound on his night. He's got a good record here, and he has broken 28 seconds. And he, too, does bet his best racing from wide draws. Now, it is tricky, um, as I said, with that corner start, but he's handled it in the past. Um, of the others, number five, acclaimed, go back to its wins um, back in September. We're really impressive provincially. Forget its run last start. And number four, Al Cazador, always in contention in these type of races. Placed in six of eight this track and distance. Another one who has broken 28 here as a PB. So eight to beat seven, five and four. Final league of the corning race, number eight, a 4-5 over the 500 metres. Six comes out, nine's in the field. Little Tiger, $2.60 off the blue. Eight, Love the City, $2.70. Five, Yadina Bale, $3.70. Then a terrific Keith off, off box number one and $11 chance, George. Yeah, four to beat eight and five. I've gone Little Tiger on top. Three starts to go at the Meadows, 30.03. I think that's what people are banking on here. Um, his form since then has been okay. Ran behind Motive and then got beaten in unbelievably fast time behind Mobile Legend, who went 24.83 at Ballarat. They don't go much quicker. So Little Tiger finds his race here. Love the city. The local uh, boy, as you said, trained by uh, Daniel Powell. Uh, a really good PB of 27.84. Not really keen on the box draw here, um, but if uh, with clear running, she's a, a very talented type. Number five, Udita Bale, better than its recent form. We go back to September 34-25 at Sandown. was a good run. Showed good speed that day too. So certainly we won't discount four to beat eight and five to bring us home. Recap of the quarterly numbers, please, George, and your best bet for the program at Bendigo today. Okay, first leg, seven, three, four and one. Second leg, two and one. Third leg, eight, seven, five and four. And we come home with four, eight and five. Uh, my best uh, comes later in the program. Race 11, number 8, Distinguish for trainer Johnny Barbara. Had the five starts here for three placings. I just think it's been knocking on the door. Ran second behind Kelsey Bale, Mapunga Mustang and Idolise. All three of those greyhounds contested in the, the Group 1 Melbourne Cup heats yesterday. Its last win came at the Meadows in 30.02 where it showed really good speed. It's over the 4.25 here off box 8 got a solid record from wide draws i think it'll be winning race 11 number eight at bendigo george thanks very much for your time this morning look forward to chatting again next weekend and really looking forward to the the build-up to the great race next saturday night no worries mate talk then